voice of me, Andy Smith, pastor of St. John's Church in Lakeville, Minnesota. I am so glad you are along. Let's come now together into the presence of God. Well, hello, everyone. You have found your way to Alter Echo on Easter Sunday, and I could not be happier that we are together. Welcome to this time of of worship, of joy, of hearing the truth of God from the Gospels, and of sharing in this Easter celebration of new life renewal for the world and for us. You're going to hear about that promise directly and, and powerfully today in the Gospel reading from Luke, which I'm going to read out of the message version of the Bible in just a little bit. But let me tell you this first, what a transformation can happen over the course of a few days. This past week, we had once again gale force winds and wind chills down into the teens. It felt like the middle of winter again a couple of days. And now, yesterday, and today, Saturday and Sunday, it is 75 degrees. The sun is shining brightly as Jesus, the sun, rises for us. It couldn't be nicer. A hint of a breeze. The earth is warm and so is life because of God. But this spring weather doesn't hurt either, does it? (laughs) Welcome to Alter Echo, everyone. So glad you found your way here if this is your first time. It's early in our lifetime as a podcast as well, but we welcome you, and we're so glad that you are along. Happy Easter to everyone. I hope that in your life you are finding hope for renewal. hope that you are finding the grace of God that speaks to you a new gift that is unconditional love at its heart, that you find yourself wrapped in the arms of a loving God who, who brings you into his heart, who accepts you as you are, who goes to work with you with all kinds of newness and love that can change things and people and the world. So you have come to the right place. You have come to the gospel. You have come to God's love for the world, and I couldn't be happier about that. So everyone, happy Easter. Blessed Easter. Alter Echo wishes you uh, the best Easter celebration you can possibly have in this year when we need it most. I'll just tell you that the sermon title this week is We Need an Aggressive Easter. So that is where we're going today. Should we get to the gospel? The gospel is from Luke chapter 24, 1 to 12, and I want to read it today out of the message translation of the Bible. So here's how it goes. At the crack of dawn on Sunday, the women came to the tomb carrying the burial spices they had prepared. They found the entrance stone rolled back from the tomb, so they walked in. But once inside, they couldn't find the body of the master, Jesus. They were puzzled, wondering what to make of this. Then out of nowhere, it seemed, two men, light cascading over them, stood there. The women were awestruck, and bowed down in worship. The men said, Why are you looking for the living one in a cemetery? He's not here, but raised up. Remember how he told you when you were still back in Galilee that he had to be handed over to sinners, be killed on a cross, and in three days rise up? Then they remembered Jesus' words. They left the tomb 
and broke the news of all this to the eleven and the rest. Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary, the mother of James, and the other women with them kept telling these things to the apostles, but the apostles didn't believe a word of it, thought they were making it all up. But Peter jumped to his feet and ran to the tomb. He stooped to look in and saw a few grave clothes, that's all. He walked away puzzled, shaking his head. Dear friends, this is the Easter gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Now, everyone, on this Easter Sunday, grace to you and peace from God the Father and from our Lord and risen Savior Jesus Christ, the Messiah of God's world. Amen. Well, I'm going to say it again. What a day. This is joy, everyone. If our faith permits joy and the ability to hope for renewal, think about it, right on the heels of the viciousness of a crucifixion and of our Lord going to the cross instead of us for the sake of our sins and for the sin of the world, then permit me for a bit to say we need an aggressive Easter this year. We always do, but especially this year. Let me explain. On Thursday, Maundy Thursday we call it, we came to church here in Minnesota in Lakeville and online. And here at St. John's Church in our parking lot service, we shared Jesus' Last Supper, which became the Lord's Supper, with 15 fifth graders and their families on their first communion. It was sublimely beautiful. That night, we said that Jesus' Lord's Supper with his disciples was like the calm before the storm. He had the Passover meal of God's love right there with Judas, one of his best friends, who hours later would betray Jesus directly to the people who would murder Jesus. He also shared supper with Peter, his closest friend, who the next day would deny to people three different times that he even knew Jesus as Jesus was led to the cross. We said on Maundy Thursday that in the face of the worst, Jesus doubled down with love. It's like God taking our faces in his hands like a parent would with a child and saying, no matter what happens in this life, I will always love you. My love is more powerful than anything. God doubles down on love with us. Then on Good Friday, we shared in a stark tenebrae service when Jesus did face the worst. Tenebrae is Latin for darkness. You heard the gospel story of Jesus' crucifixion and death. Listen to this poem I am giving to everyone here at St. John's this morning as well. It goes like this. On this day, we have seen it all. Everything dies. Life dies. Death dies. Everything is done except love. Only love is not done. 
Only love will not die. Everything is finished except love. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. At some point, everything will be done except love. Love is never done. The poet is Martin Rowe, W-R-O-E. God's love is never done. Imagine then yesterday's day of waiting. In faith, Holy Saturday is a day in suspension. When everything has stopped and is done, everything, except love. Love never sits still. It's, it's moving. It's at work preparing us to wake up to today. And now, here we are on the day God, out of love for a sinful, broken world, burst the bonds of betrayal, denial, your sin, my sin, the violence of people in a power-hungry world. I received an Easter card one year that showed light exploding outward from inside the tomb. It was perfect. Easter is aggressive. It is aggressive in God foisting love onto life, into the world, and especially into your heart and mine. Easter is the end of the old, the sinful, the guilt we bear, everything that causes us to seize up in fear or in shame, and is the beginning of a new life in us. Right now is a new day, a new start, a resurrection for you, where the old has died and something brand new has taken its place. And God aggressively wins this for you and me so that we could be part of changing the world, of helping God renew people's lives and their purpose. Last Saturday, I was here at church listening to the brass quintet that is playing today, a spectacular group of college and graduate students from the University of Minnesota. They were playing Jesus Christ is Risen Today, and the hair just stood up on the back of my neck, and I got a giant lump in my throat, and then, of course, (laughs) what follows on the heels of the lump, but tears, they came. It was the tuba and the trombone that were just rumbling, this gravelly sound that I just love from low brass. These 20 to 25-year-olds were appropriately cranking out one of the most powerful hymns Christians around the world are singing with us even right now as the transformational gospel to the world. It captivated me, and it took me right to my childhood. From as early as I can remember, probably three years old, my dad got up around three in the morning on Easter Sunday. He was a pastor, too. Went over to the church to put the finishing touches on his sermon, and then he came back home. (laughs) Still pitch dark. He came into the house and started singing 
louder and louder as he went. Jesus Christ is risen today. Alleluia. Our triumphant holy day. Alleluia. Who did once upon the cross, alleluia, suffered to redeem our loss, alleluia. He always kind of put a big finish on it. Well, when you are sleeping and your ears are the most sensitive they can be, in the sheer silence yet of the night, when that rumbling, loud voice came down the hall and into your room, it was like a shot out of a cannon. It was, it was jarring, but we loved it. Couldn't wait for it every single year. That was Easter. Aggressive, joyful, powerful, and of course, utterly filled with love. Easter everyone, is God's rumbling answer to a world that murdered Jesus, that violently and mockingly nailed him up on a cross. Between two thieves, it murdered also out on top of the garbage dump. That's what Golgotha was, you know. It was the garbage dump out on the outskirts of Jerusalem. Easter is God's answer to all who are trapped in the same sin of humanity, but who can be freed and changed and given a brand new start and life. This Easter, what do you have to change in your life? What do you need to be put to death? So that, like Good Friday and Holy Saturday, it is gone. And you are held in suspension with only God's love coming to bear on you. Which, by the way, is all you need and all you should want, luckily. So that now, today, on Easter, you can be cleansed and walk in a new light. Go a new and faithful way, joyfully gratefully. Think of all that's happened in our world and country and lives in this last year. Will it control us forever? The pandemic and all of our losses, including 555,000 Americans and counting, who are our neighbors, real people? Or fights over cutthroat politics, which has devolved to divide us and make us angry and lose relationships, which we should never let happen. Or a world in turmoil where some people, some country, needs to stand up and lead with maturity and honesty and hopefulness about our global life together and clear vision and, and, and sharing in it together. Can we, as Easter people, set aside our old axes that we grind and be renewed to bring aggressive Easter love and hope of a new chapter to bear from our corner of the world? If not, 
Why not? This is what Easter is about. This is the power of God that God places in you today. The power of Jesus risen anew. Last story. A pastor took his turn doing worship services at a nursing home. Most of the residents there were in some stage of dementia. It was a little chaotic that day. In fact, all during the service, one woman sat in her wheelchair and sang, row, row, row your boat. But, you know, you minister where you are, right? In an effort to get everyone's attention, the pastor clapped his hands and said, what shall I read from the Bible today? What part would you like to hear? Above all the action, a woman's voice said, tell us a resurrection story. Everything changed. People became still. Yes, another person said. And another, yeah, tell us a resurrection story. <laughs> we need an aggressive Easter. We need to tell each other resurrection stories. Where have you been raised from deadening things and been given a new chance from God? Tell that resurrection story, huh? When have you felt the guilt of sin and come to Christ's table of grace in Holy Communion and felt the truth and love of God's forgiveness of you right then and there? Tell that resurrection story. When have you awakened to how loving, how grace-filled Jesus' death and resurrection are for everyone, every single person in the history of ever, whether we want his love or not? Tell that resurrection story. Be aggressive with the love from God that has been given to you. In fact, double down with love. And tell a resurrection story with your life so it brings Easter to this world. Everyone, Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. Amen. And now God's word is alive in us again anew. And we get the blessing of being called to let it echo through us out into the world in which we live. Everyone, if you wish to give your offering now to support things like this podcast and the work and ministry of St. John's Church in Lakeville, Minnesota, I invite you to do that please go to our website at sjlcl.org. I'll repeat it, sjlcl.org. And up in the right-hand corner, you'll see a little button named Donate. Hit that button and you can give your offering to God and for the work of God in the world through this church in Lakeville, Minnesota. Thank you in advance for the gifts and the offerings that you give. And now as we go on our way, we are sent with the blessing of peace, the benediction. Dear friends, may the road rise to meet you. May the wind be always at your back. May the sun shine warm upon your face. 
and the rains fall soft upon your fields. And until we meet again, till we meet again, may God hold you in the palm of his hand. God loves you, everyone. God be with you until next week.